January 20th, Saturday of the second week in Ordinary Time. Saul's reign was so promising at the start. He was the first king of Israel, chosen by God and anointed by the prophet Samuel. He was a strong leader, physically imposing and a great warrior. After his early successes, though, it began to go downhill. It started when he and his troops disobeyed God over how to treat their conquests. Then, when they faced the overwhelming power of the Philistines and Saul's courage failed him, God sent David to rescue them and conquer their foes. At first, Saul was happy with David and the help he brought. But then, as David grew in success and prominence, Saul began to resent him and see him as a threat. Saul envied David and his success, which led him to see David as a rival rather than an ally, and therefore try to destroy him in spite of David's unfailing loyalty to the king. Unfortunately for Saul, it went the opposite way. The more he tried to undermine and attack David, the stronger David grew and the weaker Saul became. It ended with Saul's defeat and death in today's reading, dragging his innocent son Jonathan down with him. It was the divisions within his house that brought Saul down. David was a gift from God sent to strengthen Saul's position and defend Israel. Instead, Saul resented it, unwilling to share his glory with another. He missed the fundamental truth that none of us is self-sufficient. None of us possesses in ourselves everything required to be successful. We need one another. It is only together that we can flourish. Great leaders realize that and seek to surround themselves with people who complement their abilities and bring in their own ideas and passions. One often hears successful business leaders say, I want people around me who are smarter than I am. I know when I have been successful in various roles, it has been through relying on the gifts of those around me. We are lucky to have a few good ideas. We need the insights and inspirations that come from others. Many of my most significant accomplishments came at the suggestions of others. That's the way God intends it, and we should be grateful for it. Not only does it help us accomplish the work God has given us, but it allows others to share in the success and it builds the strong interdependent community that God intends for us. There is always a temptation to envy the gifts in others that we lack and to resent it when they rise above us and achieve what we cannot. We see that in athletics, in business, in social standing, and in many other endeavors, even religion. That's the subject of today's gospel, where Jesus' family treats his manifestation of God's healing and saving power 
as a perversion rather than the great gift of love that it is. This attitude is not only self-defeating and disrespectful of others, but an affront to God who is the source of all these gifts. When someone else is successful, it makes us all better and gives glory to God. We should rejoice in it. It's a mistake to live our lives comparatively. We should not seek to be better than someone else. God gives each of us the gifts we need to be and do what God intends for us. We should not regret the gifts we do not have, but rejoice in those we do have. Sometimes we think, I wish I was more like that person, then find out later that that person wanted to be more like us. All our lives are equally precious to God, and that should be enough. <laughs>